You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about Abraham's good fight of faith, the most outstanding example of a fight of faith in all of Scripture. And uh, we read most of the story in two places. Uh, Genesis chapter 17 is where there's a lot of it. And then the recap, the spiritual insight to the whole thing is from the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans chapter 4, beginning about verse 16. We've covered part of that, 16 and 17. Now we're going to Romans chapter 4 verse 18, and I'm reading from 26 translations. With no ground for hope, Abraham sustained by hope, put faith in God, and so became the father of many nations in fulfillment of Scripture, so countless shall your descendants be. Now, uh, Abraham was 100 years old. His body was dead reproductively. Sarah had never been able to have children. And so she had been barren all of her life. They were truly in a hopeless situation physically. But for years, God had told them that Abraham would be the father of many nations, that he would have many descendants. In fact, that his descendants would inherit the earth. And so the only ground that Abraham had for this in order to fight his fight of faith, the only ground he had were the faith statements of God. Now, if he is going to be the father of faith He has to be in a truly hopeless situation. Now, we all get bad news from time to time, and and very seldom, really, when you stop and think about it, do people get truly hopeless uh, diagnoses or prognoses. They, They don't usually get truly hopeless ones, even if you've been told you have cancer. Uh, A lot of cancer can be cured. People do recover from cancer. Uh, There are all kinds of other diseases. They're bad news, but there is still a very real possibility you can beat this thing. Abraham was not in that position. Uh, People who reached his condition... 100 years old, never had been, or, or, or uh, now he's unable to father children. Uh, Sarah had never been able to have children. This is truly hopeless, but that's where God wanted them. Now, Abraham had developed strongly in his faith. He was ready to believe anything God said. So he was in a perfect place faith wise, but he was an imperfect place physically. He was not where he needed to be physically. There was no grounds for this. So uh, God waited till they became totally hopeless. And then he said, I have made you a father. I want you to think about this. We think of just about everything God says as a promise. This is not really a promise. This is not a promise of God. When God said, I've made you a father, that's not a promise. The promise is future. But this is different. This is a faith statement. This is very similar. 
to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is not a promise. It was a promise for a long period of time. But it happened and it became a reality. And so it is a statement, not just of faith, but it is a statement of fact. Now you and I take it as a statement of faith because we did not see it physically with our eyes. We believed what God said. So for us, it's a statement of faith. So God, <coughs> pardon me, gave us something to believe and something to say. He tells us to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And when we believe in our hearts that God has raised Him from the dead, that brings about a miracle change in us. Inwardly, we are born again. And I've said this many times, and it bears repeating in this lesson. Because being born again is something that happens inwardly, we miss the supernatural nature of it. It is every bit as much a miracle as the resurrection of a physical body because your spirit before you receive Christ is dead. It is spiritually dead and cut off from God. But when we are born again, the spirit inside us is infused with life. It receives the life and the nature of God, and that is miraculous. It's something that we can't see, therefore we don't appreciate it as much as we should. And I want to say something here about kids. Uh, there are lots of children who are born again, and their parents make a lot of it. Your kid will come home from church saying, Today, Mommy, I asked Jesus to come in my heart. Don't ever minimize that. Reinforce that. Talk to your kids about that. Have them confess Christ. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've heard adults say, I thought I was saved when I was a little kid, but uh, I guess I wasn't. And I hate to hear that because I do believe that if they came to Christ and confessed Christ, they did receive Him. But what happened is the adult world around them made it small and didn't accept it and did not make a big deal out of it as they should have. You need to make a big deal out of it. Now, having said that, let's go on. Promises energize our hopes, but faith statements empower our faith. And God worked on Abraham for 24 years, empowering his hopes, giving him imaginations, images of this huge family that he is going to have. And he bought into that. He believed it. He believed that somehow he would be the father of this huge family. But the day came when God came to get down to brass tacks to show him exactly how it was going to happen. And God waited till a truly hopeless situation. Now, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. So he had evidence one year before Isaac was born. The evidence was the faith that he had in his heart that God gave him when he said, I have made you a father. Abram didn't dwell on the physical limitations of his body as he looked forward to this miracle birth, nor did he dwell on the physical limitations of Sarah's body. Romans 4.19, New King James Version. Being not weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Strong faith does not dwell on natural realities for its inspiration. He didn't think about it. It wasn't that he denied that it was real. He just refused to consider it. 
doubt always takes over when we dwell on physical realities. When I mean, had David dwelt on how big Goliath was, he would never have been able to defeat him. He didn't dwell on how big Goliath was. He dwelt on the fact that he had a covenant and he knew he could sling a rock and hit a hair, and that's what he did. He put the rock in the middle of Goliath's forehead. Abraham continued to glorify God in this 12-month period of the fight of faith, and he fully persuaded himself of God's statement of faith. Romans 4, two verses, 20 and 21. And this is King James Version. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. You want to know how to energize your faith, make it stronger? Start praising God for answers before the answers come. They will become more real to you when you begin to give God glory for things that have not yet happened. And then listen to this, verse 21, being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. I ask you this question. The Bible says Abraham was fully persuaded. Who persuaded him? Did God persuade him? If God persuaded him, then everybody would be persuaded whenever they trust God. But Abraham persuaded himself. God gave him the tools of persuasion, but it was up to him to fully persuade himself. And he persuaded himself by reminding himself of all that God had said to him over the years, all those promises about a huge family. And then when God got specific and said, now this is technically how it is going to happen. So Abraham embraced that, and he gave God glory for that. He willingly changed his name, willingly changed Sarah's name, and he no longer said it's going to happen. He said, God has made me a father. He agreed with the Lord, who calls those things which be not as though they were. So he fully persuaded himself. He reminded himself of all those hope-building exercises God had taken him through. He refused to think about uh, the circumstances he was living in. He is giving glory to God. Specifically, I can see the two of them praising God together for their son. Uh, so you can persuade yourself of God's promises if you'll follow his example. Now, Abraham had to fight this fight of faith for 12 months. Scripture makes it very clear from the time of Genesis chapter 17 to the time Isaac was born was a 12-month period, and it's reinforced later in uh, Genesis 18 when God comes back and talks to Abraham and Sarah about the time of Isaac's birth. So there's a 12-month period where they are exercising this faith that is looked at in Romans chapter 4. Romans 4 is primarily a description of their 12 months from the time God said, I've made your father, to the time Isaac was born. That's the fight of faith. God prepared them and developed them for 24 years prior. But when they were finally ready, and notice this, when they were finally ready, the natural circumstances were never worse. They were the worst they had ever been. So God doesn't have to have all of the natural things working on his behalf. You know, when he parted the Red Sea, the Hebrews were in a more vulnerable place on the shores of the Red Sea than they had ever been, but God still did his miracle there. 
So I want you to see you may be in a vulnerable place, but that doesn't mean God can't come through for you. All right, this is all the time I have for this today. But next week, we're going to get into this even more. And we've got one more series of lessons, five more, to finish this. So I pray that you'll stay plugged in for every one of them. It'll really help you. See you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.